But as soon as I did that, I had peace. Did I fail the test? I don't think so. Initially, maybe, but it turned around and God blessed us. We, we moved with Wayne's um, what you, long service leave and the day the long service leave finished, he got another job. I read this um, quote the other day. I'm sorry, I can't remember who wrote it, but it spoke to me. When you love God, your greatest concern isn't that God will hurt you by pointing things out that you're doing wrong, but that your action and words will hurt him. No, he's, this is the most beautiful relationship. And because I love him so much, I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt him. So what are we guarding our hearts from? So many things, so many. This is just a few things. Resentment, bitterness. Bitterness defiles many. You know, if we've got a gripe about something and we talk to other people about it, then pretty soon they get an attitude and behaviour about it too. And so it goes on. So uh, just the little things during the day, and I think... Probably the people we live with that are closest to us, they're the ones that we need to keep on top of it in our minds. Just paying attention. I feel resentful. Lord, I repent of that straight away before it turns to bitterness. Unforgiveness is a massive one. Our daughter got married a couple of weeks ago. And we stayed with her the week before the wedding. And she's got such a tender heart before the Lord. And she'd been through a tough situation relationally with someone, um, an unjust situation. And she was talking to me about it and she's so frustrated. And I said, honey, you've got to forgive her. She's like, I can't. I can't. I'm like, well, ask the Lord to help you. And she was wailing. And I said, what's what's going on? And she said, because they plan to start a family next year. She's saying, I don't want this in my womb. And I thought, wow, she's got it. She understands what is in her heart affects us. And she didn't want to have a baby with unforgiveness in her womb. She didn't want the baby affected. I thought, wow, it challenged me to step up in that area. Chantel um, was a youth pastor in Queensland in a different church. And she was just young, out of school. She, did, she worked for a year and then went to Bible college for three years and she was youth pastor at that time. And there was a young pastor who had stepped up from youth pastor to be the pastor. And he was amazing. He poured his life into her taught her everything he knew about leadership and building. She's a great builder. But every week after youth, Chantel would come home and debrief with me. This guy is amazing, so I'm not, I'm not 
criticizing him, but the way he taught us some stuff hurt her heart. And so she would just pour out all this stuff and I would just straight face, you need to forgive him. You need to keep your heart right. Touch not God's anointed. God is very serious about not speaking against his anointed. You know, we, the pastors lay down their lives for us. No one could pay them enough for what they do, the time they spend. We need to be lifting them up and speaking well of them and encouraging them, sending them encouraging words. So that would go on every week and she really did. She was good at it. She would forgive him and she'd go off to her room and then I'd be like, hmm. The mama bear would rise up in me and like, oh, he what? Oh, how dare he? <laughs> so I'd have to go to my room and take my own medicine, repent <laughs> and forgive. But it's done her well. It did her well. He was the right person to teach her. Gossip is another big one. Um, I have a friend who's a little bit older than me, but she's known the Lord longer. This is in South Australia, and she'd, we'd sit a group of girls, and she'd, we'd be talking, oh, how's so-and-so, and then everyone would share what they knew about them. And then she would, without fail, say, okay, so we've talked about her now. We need to pray for her. And that's such a good reminder I, I'm not, she's a teacher. I'm not quite so pointed, but if that happens when I'm around, I'll just go, just not even say we're praying. I'll just, Lord, we just lift them up to you. We thank you that you're moving in their lives. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for hope for their future. Thank you, Lord, they're coming through. Easy. No one feels bad and the people are blessed. Hmm. So, sorry. Another big thing that affects our hearts is what we watch. Um, Sarah Cheeseman in Brisbane runs a prophetic group there and her conviction is nothing over PG rating. For myself, my, I don't do MA15 plus at all. It, some of them look amazing. You have a little look. Two minutes in, it's disgusting. You know, swearing, pornography, it's just inappropriate and it affects you. What we hear affects us as well. So Wayne was, <laughs> Wayne was watching boxing and that affected him in his sleep. So <laughs> in his sleep, he was boxing and he literally threw a fist and because there was no one there to stop the fist, he ended up on the floor, cracked his eye open, bleeding, laying on the floor. And at times, like he didn't realise at first, so that the penny didn't drop then, but at times he'd be boxing and I'd have to wake him up 
eventually he got it, okay, I can't watch boxing. So things that you don't realise, everything, everything that goes in comes out in one way. Sometimes it's in dreams. Hmm. So now the how do we guard our hearts? The word. Naomi touched on this last week. The water of the word washes us. For myself, recently, um, the scripture that says, to the pure, all things are pure, that has been washing my heart. You know, sometimes it might be a text and you think, oh, there's a bit of a sting. Then that because I've meditated on that, to the pure, all things are pure, it comes straight away. And I go, no, I think the best. That's not what they meant. They meant to encourage me. You can actually feel, I can feel, it's easy. The water is doing the work. The word is doing the work. I'm not having to try to think the best. The scriptures are doing the work. Pay attention to your heart, how you're feeling, so that you know when, it's, when it changes, something changes. Sometimes um, our youngest daughter didn't survive an accident a few years ago. Um, so sometimes come afternoon I might feel sad and I'll go, okay, Holy Spirit, why am I feeling sad? And it will remind me, I was looking through some photos on my phone and I flicked and I saw her. So I didn't realise that it had affected me. That's again, it affected me. I didn't know. So we don't have to know something's affecting us, but it is, one way or the other, good or bad. So I'll just take a moment and I'll stop and I'll say, oh, thank you, Lord. I just exchange grief and I receive your comfort. I exchange joy, um, sorrow and I receive your joy. I feel sad that she's not here. I'm disappointed that she's not here. And then finish like the Psalms. But I'm so glad she's with you, Jesus. I'm so glad I'm going to see her again. <laughs> she's more alive than she's ever been. And there's so much fruit coming from her life and her passing. Guard your heart by reading Proverbs. Proverbs are perfect. One a day, 31 Proverbs, 31 days in the month. And I tell you what, it's black and white. Like it tells you what to do. It tells you what not to do. And when you're reading the proverb, whatever sticks out, write it down and let that be the word that washes you for that day. Hmm just going to read Proverbs 1, 1 to 4, just to convince you how amazing they are. I've been doing this for years because I need to. Here are kingdom revelations, words to live by, and words of wisdom given to empower you to reign in life. These words empower us to reign in life. We need them. 
written as Proverbs by Israel's King Solomon, David's son. Within these sayings will be found the revelation of wisdom and the impartation of spiritual understanding. We need that. We so need that. I want that. Use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge. Those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship and to choose what is right and just and fair. These proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise, to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. Wow. Hey, so powerful. Every day, no matter where I'm reading in the Word, I'll also read a proverb. It doesn't take long. Proverbs 23.12, the Passion Translation. Pay close attention to the teaching that corrects you and open your heart to every word of instruction. So how do we receive teaching? From our pastor and leaders, from the Word, and from the Holy Spirit. He's an amazing teacher, so pay attention to his voice. When the Holy Spirit convicts us, when the Holy Spirit tells me something, puts his finger on something, I'm like, yes, thank you. Yes, that's right. That's not who I am. Thank you for reminding me who I am. And it brings joy. It's not, you know, he's not a harsh father saying, I knew it, I was just waiting for you to do that. I knew you were going to blow it. He's kind. <laughs> he fathers us. Hmm. Song of Solomon's 2.15 in the Passion Translation. Oh, sorry. So, when the Holy Spirit convicts us, it brings transformation. When the enemy condemns, there's no fruit. Song of Solomon 2, verse 15, the Passion Translation. You must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted in you. Hmm. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We'll do it together. You can just hear the gentleness of a father heart. His goal is love and connection. It's not to point out our faults. It's good for us. It's better for us to live the way he's called us to live. It's better for us. Hmm. When the enemy condemns, it makes us feel like we're a bad person, heavy, horrible, want to hide. makes you feel like you're far from God and it bears no fruit. Sin doesn't actually separate us from God. I believed, probably 30 years I believed it did. And it wasn't until Kim went to glory school in Brisbane and she came home and she said, sin doesn't separate us from God. And I went, yes, it does. 
She said, no, it doesn't, Mum. I said, yes, it does. She said, okay, show me where it is in the Bible. So I couldn't find it anywhere. It actually says, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Hmm. Guarding our hearts is for us to protect us from harm so it'll go well for us. So in closing, pay attention to your heart. Protect its purity. You know, some things that we used to be okay for us, I feel like we're in a season where there's some things that are not going to be okay anymore. But the, the conviction of my heart might not be the conviction of someone else's heart, so we can't judge them if they're doing something that we're not allowed to do. Hmm. So, homework. Read Proverbs every day. <laughs> um, so if we could just, Naomi, put some music on. So, this, I, know, I know we all know this stuff, but it was good for me. It pulled me up, called me up, reminded me who I am in some areas. So if there's any area that I've touched on, that you've gone, yeah, I need to, I've let that slip a bit, I need to do better at that. Then we're just going to open the altar and feel free to come and just do business with the Lord. Hmm. But if there's not, if anyone would like prayer for anything at all, Wayne and I and Naomi would be so happy to pray for you. The music is coming. I can feel it in my bones. Hmm. So, Holy Spirit, I just ask you to speak to every heart. Hmm. To father every heart where they're at. Hmm. Help them, Holy Spirit, to be aware of what's going on in their own hearts. Help them to pay attention to what's going on. To hear your promptings. You always take your time. Mm. A careful and to be quick to deal with things. A gentle guide. In Jesus' you take name. What's Amen. That away.